0: Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. How's it going? Welcome back to the 10X is Easier Than 2X YouTube series. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and bestselling author of multiple books, including 10X is Easier Than 2X. This is the third and final book in my trilogy with Dan Sullivan. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about attention. These are the three pillars from my perspective of a 10x psychology. These are the causes that lead to 10x effects. So you've got identity, which is your story and your standards. You've got time, which is really about the depth and quality of your attention. And then you've got leadership, which is all about trust and transformation. And today I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about attention and really about how to reshape your schedule so that you are operating in much deeper, higher quality attention and also designing your days, your weeks, your months, and your years for flow so that you're actually catching much bigger fish. There's a great book called Catching the Big Fish. It's all about meditation, consciousness, and creativity. And that book is really about quality over quantity. And it's about how, as people are, attention and our consciousness is like an ocean. And if you're up at the surface, then you're catching lots of small fish, but you're not ultimately going deep to catch fish that are worth 100X, 1000X, what the little fish are worth. So just to give a quick review on the core framework, This is in chapter one of the book. So if you're going to go for 2x growth, what that means is is that you're operating from the past and you're letting the present dictate what you're going to do in the future. 2x means you're doing more of what you're already doing and it's very linear. And so using the 80-20 model, the 80-20 or Pareto principle, if you're going to go for 2x growth, you can actually keep the 80%. You can keep 80% of your existing life, mindsets, clients. Really going for 2x is just a a tweak of the 20%. You just get 20% better or you work 20% harder, whatever it is. You really don't need to change that much. It's not fundamental transformation. And as a mindset, it's it's a linear from the past to the present to the future mindset. Whereas 10X is the opposite. 10X means you're imagining a seemingly impossible future, which is highly compelling and intrinsically motivating, and you're letting the future dictate the present. And as I've shown in in some of the other videos in this series, you also let the present dictate and transform the past so that the past is always happening for you, not to you, and that the past is always getting better. And to the point of designing your time And getting into what the Greeks would call kairos time, which is different from chronos time. Chronos time is chronological. It's a linear approach to time, and it also views time externally, and it views time objectively, which is the opposite of how Einstein would view time, which is more relatively, and time is more qualitative, that time is different from situation to situation, and circumstance to circumstance. And the goal, especially if you apply the research on flow, is is that you begin designing your time and life to go deep. So with the 10x mindset, you have a 10x future self and that 10x future dictates who you are and what you do in the present. And because the goal is so high, higher goals have less less pathways. They're also a lot simpler. And so the goal, the 10x goal forces you or it invites you if you choose to choose freedom to only have 20%. Only 20% of your existing life right now has any relevance up at the 10x future. 80% of your life right now, is a reflection of your past and your present, but does not have the 10X upside. It's a distraction now from your 10X future, And so the core point here is, is that you're, you're really wanting to 10X the quality of the 20% and let go of the 80%. And both of those are equally important. Stripping away the 80% is a massive leap of faith. And I'm gonna do a video very soon on sharing some of the 80% that I've let go of recently, which are massive. But if you study any successful company, even in the book, Good to Great, the whole notion is is that you can stay good if you keep the 80%. But if you want to be great, you have to let go of the 80%. You've got to go all in on the 20%. And there's a lot of good examples on that. This is the bottleneck. This is the key thing that you want to focus on and transform. And 10X is fundamentally first about quality and innovation before quantity. And so the key point here is, is that you're going to go into your 20%, whatever is most relevant to your 10X future self. This could be the developing of skills, relationships. That 20% is going to be based on the 10X. So for me, as an example, when I wanted to become a professional author, my 20% was writing blog posts and learning how to reach millions of people. That was part of my 20%. What that 20% represents is you going deeper and hitting higher quality, less quantity. And so the to the point of attention, and I'm going to show you now a model in a second on the next slide, about how to design your life so that your attention goes deeper and deeper into the 20%. Obviously, you're going to want to let go of the 80%. This would represent decision fatigue and also cognitive load. When I say decision decision fatigue, What I mean is is that as human beings, we make hundreds, potentially thousands of decisions each day. Your goal is to free your mind from most of those decisions. This could be eliminating options, or it could even be delegating, hiring someone to handle, for example, hiring an assistant to handle 20 or 40% of logistical work. That frees your decision-making, which also decreases your loss of willpower, but it also frees up your cognitive load. It frees up your mind so that you can go deep rather than having 50,000 tabs open on the computer of your mind, you're you're emptying those so that you can go deep. So back to the idea of catching the big fish. And this is really a, a focus. It's it's a focus on quality over quantity. So there's a great book called Traction. Traction is by Gino Wickman, and he talks about how most entrepreneurs, and even if you're not an entrepreneur, I, I challenge you to look at your life this way. But he says that most entrepreneurs, their, their core problem is, is that they're pursuing too many things. They're pursuing volume not quality. And often it takes people several years going through the training, which is called EOS, Entrepreneurial Operating System. But usually it takes people years to get to the point where they actually just choose no more than three goals a year. And once they start doing that, then they start making massive traction. That's one of the key components to the idea of catching the big fish. You're either focused on quality or quantity. You can apply this on your life level, like if you're pursuing 50 50 goals, but also you could pursue it on the the annual basis, like how many goals are you personally pursuing right now? You could also apply it on the weekly or even daily basis. So as an example, a lot of people have like 10 items or 20 items on their daily to-do list. Applying the 80-20 principle, that would be a lot of time spent in the 80%, which is distraction, it's security, it's busyness, but it's not the 10X. 10X is about quality, and it's about going deeper and deeper into the quality of the 20%, the 20% that is most relevant to your 10X feature self. The little fish represent noise. This is the signal, and these fish are qualitatively different and better than these little fish up at the surface. One of these fish may be worth five, 10,000 of these little fish. And so this is where you want to develop your mastery. So when it comes to designing your days, weeks, and years, I'm going to give you two frameworks on this. Dan Sullivan has a framework he's taught his entrepreneurs and strategic coach for a long time. It's a three different day process. One would be free days, focus days, and then what he calls buffer days. Where Dan first saw this pattern of this thought process of different types of days was when he was an actor. When he was young in his 20s, I believe he was a performer and he saw that actors and actresses and just in general performers like athletes have different types of days. They've got focus days, which are basically performance days. So for a football player, as an example, or an athlete or a, or an actress, like the performance day would be the day that they're actually performing their craft. So that could be like a game day for an athlete. So they've got performance days. And over time, they get better and better and more skilled such that for the same time time frame of performances, their income may 10x. So, you got performance days where you're actually performing. Performances become increasingly valuable for specific and desired audiences, sometimes public audiences. Then there are preparation days, which would be practice or rehearsal. So, this would be like, for example, the actress or actor rehearsing, practicing so that they do that better and better. Those are the practice days, such that when they actually do their performances, their performances get better and better. That would be what psychologists would call deliberate practice. And then the third would be what Dan calls free days or recovery days. So these are just days for pure recovery, fully on, fully off. And there's a lot of research on this now in psychology and occupational psychology. They actually call it psychological detachment from work. What the research is really finding is, is that if you're not taking really good breaks for recovery, where you're taking a break from work, fully psychologically turning off from work, then you're not going to be able to fully immerse yourself and deeply engage in what you're doing. In other words, your ability to fully disconnect is going to represent your ability to fully connect. And this actually highlights the two core forms of flow. So flow is the psychological state when you're fully immersed in what you're doing. And there are really two core forms of flow. Deep flow is about going really, really deep and narrow, whereas recovery flow is really about replenishment and expansion. So this could be like taking a sabbatical, you know, honestly, just being in a novel situation or just recovering and relaxing and enjoying yourself having a hobby playing one of the main points here though is is that active it's active recovery it's not just you sitting and staring at a screen but it's it's an active form of recovery and so those are the two core forms of flow one is expansive and one is about contracting one one is about like literally doing deep work and making deep progress on that but then the other one is about expanding your views expanding your perspective and, and that's actually where a lot of the deep creativity happens. So combining these ideas of catching big fish, but also having different days for deep focus and also deep recovery. And also if you wanted to having preparation or organizational days, you want to start designing your days, weeks, and months based on flow, based on recovery flow and based on focus flow. In other words, you want to have focus days and recovery days or free days as Dan Sullivan would say it. Now there's one other layer to this that I want to share. And this comes from Paul Graham. Paul Graham is an amazing entrepreneurial thinker and honestly just an amazing philosophical thinker. But he talks about the difference between what would be called a maker schedule and a manager schedule. So a manager schedule is what a lot of people have where it's like you're switching tasks every hour. You've got lots of meetings scattered throughout your week. And if you were to look at your week, your time is thinly sliced. There's a lot of task switching, a lot of meetings, and it's not blocked out. What a maker schedule would look like is this really big open timeframes for deep work, for deep creative thinking, and also for recovery. Rather than you switching tasks and doing three to five different meetings throughout a given day or week, what you would do is you would chunk and block all the meetings. And this is something I learned where I started putting all my meetings only on Thursdays and Fridays. And when I'm deep in a writing process, deep in a book process or in a big project, I only have meetings chunked on Fridays, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays would be like three focus days and one recovery or one free day. If your day is split where you even have a meeting like halfway through, that's going to impede the depth that you can go. Remember, the idea is catching big fish on a daily, weekly and monthly basis rather than knocking out 50 things in a day, which would be catching small fish. That'd be a focus on quantity. You actually want to go really deep and maybe catch one fish a day. And that might be writing that chapter or like solving that problem. And so if you're going to become a maker or a visionary or a a transformer, then you want bigger blocks of time for deep work and also deep recovery. Looking at your schedule on a daily basis, rather than going for five things, I would say go from no more than one or two. And those things, those one or two things should, should be a much greater return on your attention, a greater return on an investment. This is what Dr. Alan Bernard talks about from a constraint theory perspective is, is that our attention is the greatest bottleneck. And if you have high quality attention, meaning you're focused on the 20% of things that matter. And then if you're going really deep, but also if you've designed it for flow so that you're deep in a flow state and you're going really deep on the 20% on a few things that really matter, maybe one thing, you're really trying to solve one thing or accomplish one really important thing that's going to give you a 10X return on a return on an investment, then you're, you're going to ultimately start going for less but better. So rather than trying to do 10 things in one day, you're really just trying to do one or two things. Rather than trying to do 10 or 50 things a week, you're really just trying to do like no more than three. I love the quote from Jim Collins. He said, if you have more than three priorities, you have none. So I'd say on a weekly basis, you should be going for like three really big fish. And one of those big fish may be personal, like a recovery fish, where you're getting connected and having some form of connection. But this is a focus on progress over busyness. Most people are busy, but not making progress. They're actually exerting a lot of energy and effort, but they're not making any progress. So you want to shift from a manager schedule where your time is thinly sliced to a maker schedule. And if you're a te- if you're going to go 10X, you can't really be a manager. Managers don't go 10X. Leaders go 10X. Creators go 10X. Innovators go 10X. And the only way for you to innovate and develop that level of mastery is to go really, really deep into your 20%. And so your, your orientation towards time is going to need to change rather than focusing on time quantitatively and even chronologically, that whole chronos view of time, you're going to shift to that qualitative time, which is where your time is really about value and depth. And that's what the Greeks would call kairos time, which is really about flow and immersion and transformation and awe and making genuine progress. If you start approaching your week, your days, weeks, and and years like this, you're going to technically be doing less, but, but the output that you're going to be creating is going to be 10 times more valuable because you're going deep and you're giving yourself the space to go deep. And you're also designing for recovery so that you're expanding, but also so that you're fresh. And that recovery is really important. And you you really want to design for this. You want to design the macro so that the micro takes care of itself. And so if you look at the month, as an example, you might even design in a full week in a given month or in a quarter for full recovery. I believe it's in the four-hour work week that Tim Ferriss calls those mini retirements where you take like a week off every quarter. And I've done that. Uh, and even last year on a, on a yearly basis, I actually took off more than a month last summer in, in a month around Christmas. And it was really deep, expansive recovery and stretching. And it's really important to realize that when you're recovering, you're actually learning and growing just as much as you do when you're deeply focusing. It's very similar to sleep. Sleep is very transformational recovery. Rather than trying to accomplish 20 things this year, what if you just went for one or two and those one or two things have 10x potential or 100x potential and they have the mu- greatest return on it, on it, attention, greatest return on investment. And also to the point of whatever you focus on expands when you're going for bigger fish, you're going to develop much deeper levels of mastery. So when you have higher goals and then you go deep into your 20%, then you're going to be catching much bigger fish and developing really rare skills, abilities and mastery where most people are just caught in the noise. Most people are on the on the hamster wheel. They're busy but not making progress. Whereas if you're catching bigger fish, you're developing extremely rare levels of mastery that's going to pay you back on and on. So I, I invite you to redesign your week, the macro, so that when you're in your week, you've got deep blocks, maybe even full days where there's nothing on the calendar, where you're literally going deep on focus and then deep on recovery. And then throughout you know, throughout a given week or month, You've got some preparation days. So that would be a reshifting shift from a manager schedule to a maker schedule and design for focus and recovery flow and go for big fish, not small fish, quality, not quantity. Talk to you in the next episode.